On today's episode of the Hitman Podcast, is episode 50. 50 burger. Me and Mo break down the NBA offseason so far. Russell Westbrook finds him a new home, and we talk about these players declining their options, trying to figure out who's mm-hmm. getting super max deals in the summertime. What's going mm-hmm. on, dog? Hey, man, we also getting into the Olympics. We talking about the USA. Are they going to be able to bring home the gold in men's basketball? And why are we winning gold and everything? So we get into that. We also talk about the NFL and Rodgers finally coming back. Yeah. My boy got the sneaker rundown. I'm on top of the game show this week. Damn. And we definitely got shout outs. Episode 50, not 49, not, not 51. But 50 of the Hitman podcast coming right now. Ass goddamn Adidas on stage. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't even two of them, it was just one. Right, he got good reflexes, bro. Whenever you Straight hear up. that MVP chant, you already know it's the deal. It's the most valuable podcast in the world. <laughs> the Hitman Podcast. Chris checking in. Mo here. What's good, dog? How you feeling? All right, I'm good, bro. I'm doing good, man. Chilling. <sighs> finally got a chance to really relax. I've been moving around for the last few months. Right, finally right, got a chance right. to sit, sit down and chill and focus, get my mind right. So I'm feeling good, man. How about you, bro? I'm cool, dog. I got something for you. I want to play something for you. Let's go. I've been trying to figure out how to bring you in a little bit better because I'm running out of shit that rhyme with Mo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you done with the names? No, nah, I got a couple more, but I, I got All a drop right. I wanted you to play. I need to get your approval. Feel me? Since we on YouTube, I figure I get your live reaction. So let me play this for you. So when I go, Chris in here, you feel me? Mo in here. Oh, uh, here we go. Mo, oh, Mo, oh, Mo, close, Mo, close, Mo, blow. Uh, maybe. <laughs> you know, you know, that's, that's some heat. That's Rose. So it's a little heat. It's a little heat. I like that. We might have to go back to the drawing board, but so far, <laughs> so far, out of 10, you can get at like a, a, a seven. That's a strong seven. Uh, yeah, I like I that a little bit. That's drawing. cool. Right. Yeah, cool, just cool. run. <laughs> this is gonna be a weekly thing. You're gonna be running by the by crazy ass ad libs by me. I'm nah, gonna I just gotta get something right. to stick. You feel me? We we in 4K now, so we gotta. Yeah. You know, we got to keep it. We got to keep it moving and shaking. Yes, sir. You get what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Let's go. Otherwise, though, man, I'm cool, bro. Took my daughter to swim class podcast, podcast princess. She upstairs chilling. But yeah, uh, I forgot how tiring swimming can be. I'm whooped. Like, for real. For real. <laughs> hey, I, I'm taking the last little bit of energy I can to put out episode 50. You feel me? We on 50, by the way. 50 well, cent, 50 burger. You feel me? 
This is the 50 piece. Uh-huh. 50 piece spicy. We made it. We made it to 50. Feel good. That's just the beginning, though. We just getting started. We just getting better. We just figuring out what we doing. And we have 50. You know what I'm saying? So, that, I mean, to me, that's a scary sight. So, I'm, I'm feeling good about where we at right now. Um, I know you just mentioned swimming, right? So, um, I kind of said something earlier, but yeah, man, I'm glad you're taking your daughter swimming. Um, I wish it was something that I was doing when I was younger. But <laughs> What you mean? What you mean? Uh, man, bro, like starting next week, I'm going to be taking swimming classes for the first time. I'm not even going to I'm going to go ahead and put it, I'm gonna put it out there, man. Look, bro, I got to learn how to swim. I done been on these vacations. I've been going places where the water is so nice. Yeah. Like I be getting in the ocean. I'm like, yo, I can only go waist deep because after <laughs> that, man, it, it's, it's kind of it's spooky, spooky hours. So Damn. I'm going to challenge myself as one of my goals. I'm going to go ahead, take some swimming classes. Hopefully they take it easy on me. And I hope to learn how to swim before the end of the year. So I'm going to have to keep you updated on it and see where we get, where we go from here. I don't know how it's going to be. Remember, remember we on YouTube now, so. I know. I had to get footage. Don't get out there. No. <laughs> get the flopping like a goldfish uh, out of their tank. You feel what I'm saying, bro? We, we might have to. We might have, we might have to document. We might have to document the process. You know what I'm saying? What What Olympics at in 2024? What they at? L. A. Or no, I think that's 28. I think that's 28. But wherever it, uh, we got to look up where it is in 24, we got to. You might have to be my manager. We might be. We might be uh, shooting for them goals. Oh, you already know, man. Like yeah, the, come on, man, Michael Phelps. Like I'm, I'm I'm at your net. Yeah, my daughter looking like Katie Ledecky from the last Olympics. Not yeah. this one, though. You feel me? Not, not, this, one, not this one. We appreciate y'all checking in with us each and every time we do it. Episode 50, not 49, not, not 51, 50. Y'all yeah, can sir. check us out on the YouTube each and every week. Y'all know how we get down. It's the Hitman Podcast, the MVPs of the pod game. Hit us up on the Instagram, at the Hitman Podcast, at Labeled and On, of course, at Mo underscore Sal1. We got a lot to talk about. Make sure y'all rate, review, and subscribe everywhere that podcasts live. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Way more than that. that. But y'all know the usual suspects. Everywhere. Now that we got that out the way, bro, we're going to get into it. But how you, like, (laughs) this, this, like, this COVID shit, there's really no getting Mm -hmm. away from it. We in a new normal now, right? But so, so I was at the draft last week, right? Yeah, yeah. And we had like a meeting that had to do with mask shaming. Like, I don't know what the fuck, where they came from. You see your face? Exactly, right? But for the first couple of days, I was the only one wearing a mask. And I'm vaxxed up, vax boys. Right. But. Straight up. People nasty, still. It's still people Man. that be picking boogers, you feel me? Walking around, flicking them. Don't wash the hand. It's people that will go in stalls, take a whole shit. Yeah, that's filthy. Get up, that's, won't wipe their ass, filthy. won't wipe their hands, and go right back to work. Boom. That's so you feel what I'm saying? That's filthy. So Ugh. I wear a mask. So we had a meeting. Uh huh. And bro ass was like, uh, you know, that people might have young kids at home. They might have elderly parents that might live with them. This and that, and they can't afford to bring that home. So if you see somebody wearing mm-hmm. a mask, you know, don't trip. And I'm and I'm the only one in the meeting wearing a mask. So if somebody is me. I'm somebody. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So they, you know what I'm saying, do the corporate, whatever. Bro, the next day, the NBA sends out a mandate saying anybody that's on the floor for the NBA draft is required to wear a mask. Outside of the players and their families. Anybody that can't, from cameramen to audio guys, lighting guys, whoever. If you're on the floor, you got to wear a mask. 
Right. So my thing is like, it's just becoming too much of a political thing. Like, you know, it's certain stuff that's taboo. You can't talk religion with certain people. You can't talk politics mm -hmm. with certain people. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, if you ain't pro vaccinations, I can't really bang with you. That's that's how some people feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it's a crazy thing, man. First, on your first point, uh, the this whole situation, this whole pandemic, this uh, coronavirus, everything, it really brought to light one how nasty people are. You right about that. <laughs> people are disgusting. People don't wash their hands. Dog. They don't clean up after themselves. They sneeze all over the place. They don't know the proper etiquette when it comes to like taking care of yourself and making sure that you're keeping yourself safe and others, right? So now is we've kind of like exposed that. But it's crazy that even with all the stuff that's going on, and I know that the science trying to figure out how this, you know, this virus is being spread, but we still don't really even know how it's getting passed around and people still I can guess with all of that man acting <laughs> nasty as hell so so one that's trifling it's trifling uh two this big is a big thing about you know being vaccinated and not being vaccinated right it's your choice at the end of the day um whether you want to do it or not the shaming people for wearing masks though and trying to stay safe from whatever may affect them or their families is kind of crazy to me though when you think about it right because it's your choice that's like it's like wearing a condom or not wearing a condom bro that's your choice <laughs> talk about dog. it talk about now, it now you i mean you might look up a year later and you know what i'm saying you're going to have a little blessing but that's on you and if you don't feel like and you can or you could wake up one day and have something else like it is what it is you taking a chance nobody's around here shaming people for that but we shaming people for wearing masks. Right? So it's kind of crazy. It's crazy on that point, right? Um, and and people are shaming people for getting vaxxed or not getting vaxxed. But if you're looking at the science and you're looking at the numbers, I mean, bro, people are dying that are not vaxxed. So I'm not here to say vac vaccinate yourself or not vaccinate yourself. But why? if you're looking at the numbers and you're looking at the science, why are we shaming people for getting vaccinated? New York, like, out, New York, out, here, no New York out here incentivizing it. They're they like at certain spots. If you get vaccinated, they give you $100. See, and so, all right. So that's the next layer to it, right? Yeah. There's these campaigns to get people vaccinated. And whether you're vaccinated or not, like I said, is your opinion. I mean, it's your it's, it's whatever you want to do. Right. It's your choice. I, I, it's definitely your choice. But when I see things like people giving out money for getting vaccinated, when I see Juvenile and Manny Fresh hopping on a remix to back that ass up well, and talking about back that, back that thing up, like uh, I start to have second thoughts like, uh, right, man, what's the agenda, right? What's, what's the agenda? Yeah. And also, how much are they paying? Big, you know, it's big pharma, whatever. How much are they paying these guys to come up here and give the message of spreading the vaccine, like or getting the vaccine? So there's a lot of different layers. I could understand why people may think that, oh, this is just an agenda, but I could definitely see the other side of it because I see people who have been directly affected by the effects of COVID. So uh mass shaming, it's weird. I think it's I think it's weird. I think that whatever your preference is, that's your choice. You just gotta live with the results. So, you know. Um, live or wear die. your mask, bro. Stay masked or, up, dog. Live or die with the results. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> live and die with your choices, bro. But yeah, stay masked up. You mask shaming. You need to find a new hobby and find something else to do. Read a book or something. Sorry, we took y'all down that road. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wild though. It, it, it is kind of wild. I mean, shit. With no further to do, man, let's get off into it. Y'all know how we do it. It's the timeline. Blue it's the, the band. band. The band. 
We start yes, with NBA free agency. We're going to get to the draft in a minute. But, okay. Or did you want to flip it up? Did you want to do draft first or did you want to do free agency? Man, first? take it wherever you want to go. I mean, you're playing it. Playing that California love. I tried to bring it in the right way. I wanted to give you California love because you're playing that, hey. Apparently, yeah. apparently. Let's go. Apparently. Let's go. This the the next NBA championship is the most important. Apparently, it can't just be one with AD. It can't just be one with LeBron. Oh no, nah, we gotta go get more folks. <laughs> We take, hey, we taking down the Avengers this year, bro. Sounds good. In case, operate, been, we take, <laughs> in case you've been living under a rock, on a night where the NBA draft was supposed to be the topic of discussion, Russell Westbrook is on the move. The former NBA MVP signed a deal. He's on his way out west mm. Mm. to join the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The Brody. The Brown. And the team? Little, little LeBron and big LeBron. Basically from the team up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is nuts, man. Let's talk about the details of this. Let's uh, talk about it. I've had you talk about it. All right, let's get into the details of the trade. All right. So um Washington Wizards and the Los Angeles Lakers agree to a trade for uh Lakers will get Russell Westbrook, and in exchange, the Washington Wizards will get Kyle Kuzma, Tavius Caldwell Pope. Montrez Hero, and they also got the 22nd pick of this 2021 draft. Um, that's kind of a hefty like load for Russell, but bro, you are bringing somebody who has averaged a triple double in three of the past four seasons, and you adding him with somebody who, I mean, LeBron. We all it's always a flip flop whether he's the best player in the league or top two or top three, whatever, right? And then you added him with Anthony Davis, who is a top five player in the league. At first thoughts, when I'm looking at this trade, I'm looking at it, and it's like, all right, this is crazy, right? You add somebody like Russell Westbrook to the Lakers, it's like a for sure gone, a for gone theory that, okay, they're going to the finals. Now, excuse the loud music in the back. I know you probably hear that. They they thumping. They're going crazy. Nah, I hear uh, okay. I hear, I hear All right. Vim. It's California. We're ugly. Right, so, but um, you add you add an element like Russell to LeBron and AD, and it seems like all right, it's all good. But bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how this is gonna go because LeBron is somebody who needs the ball in his hands. He orchestrates the offense. He controls the entire ball game. He literally tells people where to go, where to cut. He controls it. He's like the maestro. AD. Swiss Army knife. He can do whatever you need him to do. He can go outside. He can score inside. He likes to he likes to get the ball on the perimeter and go to work. That's his game. Russell Westbrook's game, though, is predicated all on him having the ball. He is Mr. Triple Double. That means he has the ball in his hands all the time. He's getting assists. He's grabbing the rebounds. He's a one-man fast break. Sort of like you said, little LeBron. So when you get this, when you get this dynamic together, you look at it like, what's going to happen? Now, apparently... There was a meeting between Russell Westbrook. Let's get to it. LeBron right. and AD about right. a week ago. Right. And in the and in the meeting. Right. <laughs> and in the meeting, they they want to talk about if they can make this happen. And apparently, allegedly, LeBron said, hey, if it works, I'll move to the four and play some foul four. And AD said, if it's gonna work for everybody, I'll move to the five and play foul four. This will probably allow Russell Westbrook the space that he needs to still be able to like do what he does and get triple double. 
I'm assuming that LeBron in this case is is going to start is going to play a different role going into year 19. I think that he's going to be a little bit more hands off. It sounds impossible. I can't even imagine LeBron not being the orchestrator of the offense, but I could see somebody like Russell Westbrook. He's a triple double threat. He's an amazing rebounding guard. And when you have him getting rebounds, as soon as he gets the rebound, there's no outlet pass. He is the fast break. So the first thing I think the Lakers are going to play way faster than they did last year. They were in the top bottom five when it came to pace in the league. Um, so Frank Vogel is going to have to find a way to make that work. Um, but I think that immediately makes them a team that gets up and down on a break. And at AD at the five opens a lot of things up for them. Lobs, you know what I'm saying? At the four, allows LeBron to take advantage of his matchups on the four and allows Russell Westbrook the space to operate. But they're going to need some shooters, bro. First of all, first of all, let's back up a second. Go ahead. Why ain't nobody getting tampering fines? Ain't nobody getting caught up on nothing. My man's like, is it is he Thanos? Like, can Ooh. we just, is that, is, that the, is that the situation? Who you this, talking about? This nigga went to Drake's party, no mask on, after he basically like thumbed his nose at the COVID uh, protocol that the NBA set, it, set forth. Called Adam Silver and was like, bro, I'm playing. I'm coming back, I'm playing. Shut the fuck up talking to me. <laughs> then, in the middle of, still you're in the middle of the season, uh, well not the middle, but the end of the season, mm-hmm. you having talks with Russell Westbrook at your crib. That's his guy. That's his guy. Since That's not tampering. His guy. His That's guy. His guy. That's a, then they, said, then they said they had a they had a meeting where they, where people were saying they were gonna put egos aside. If that your guy, why how are the egos with guys? You and me is guys. Ain't no egos. We ain't got no means going on. You gotta have, when you got a common goal of winning the championship, sometimes you gotta talk about. Bro, that, what man. Russell Westbrook just said, his winning the championship was getting drafted. He said that's his. That was his championship. He said he didn't need a championship to validate his career. Now all of a sudden, you 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 ring shopping or you you ring like you're a mercenary. Well, you, you know, know what? you out here it's, ring chasing. What's up, bro? Which one is it's, it? It's, it's very it's very interesting because I've been. The, I'm not. I'm gonna be the first to admit I've been on Russell Westbrook about his play, and it's a reason why Russell Westbrook has been traded from OKC from Houston and now from Washington and this will be his fourth team in the last four years for an MVP that is unprecedented we talked about that when right? we first started this MVPs yeah. don't get traded yeah it's unprecedented that an MVP has been traded to four different teams in four years right and a lot of that has to do with not because and you look at it like damn he get triple doubles and he averaged triple double every year yet he's getting traded but there's a reason for that his shooting has declined very much so right Last Sound year like somebody we know. Last year. <laughs> who? 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 Who shooting has declined? Who? Who? Go ahead, name him. Name him. We're not in a Chinese restaurant. Ain't no who you here. Name it. Who shooting has declined? Wow. Numbers don't say that. Numbers don't say that, but okay. I'll, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that right now. Um, But Russell Westbrook, last year was his first year. And I don't, I'm not going to quote it, but it's been about... It's almost a decade where he shot over 30% from the three-point line. So his shooting, and as you know, three-point shooting is at a, min- a, a premium in this league. So when you look at it, he can't shoot the three well. And his two-point shooting, his mid-range just kind of fell off. That used to be his bread and butter, but he can't really hit that anymore at the clip that he used to. So a lot of people have questions about that. And in the playoffs, it gets exposed more times than not. Then, so, then, then y'all, y'all let Kuz go. KCP's gone. Mm-hmm. Caruso's mm-hmm. in jail mm-hmm. for smoking. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and who, who, who else is left? Mm-hmm. Harold's gone. 
So who else mm-hmm. is left on the team for y'all to shoot? Or, or, so, or the like Lakers not, not done? Are they not done making moves? Y'all got twin. They can't, they, well, they don't. They can't be done because currently the only people that are under guaranteed contracts are LeBron, AD, uh, Mark Gasol, and Russell Westbrook. So they gotta fill out the <laughs> roster. They gotta try to bring THT back. There. They gotta Drumming try to bring Caruso back. Are you done with now? Drumming gone. Drummond is a free agent, and I'm pretty sure he's not coming back on a minimum deal. Um, so you gotta look at it like the the Lakers are going to have to because they at the they at the salary cap between LeBron, AD, and Russ. They're making 130 mil between those three. So when you so when you look at it, they're at the cap, and now you have to fill out this roster. With, with they have one mid level exception, so they can pay somebody nine million. But at that, now you're adding veterans who just want to come on a minimum and they want to win a championship. You want Reggie so this Jackson? Will be, you want Reggie Jackson? Reggie Jackson is going to get paid. He, they don't Lakers don't got even enough money to even start talking to Reggie Jackson. He made a lot of money in the playoffs with his play. Um, Cam Reddish. They're going. They, well, they're gonna look at it like this. Let me, let me tell you the names that they're gonna probably have to be looking at. Oh, oh, I'm gonna beat you to the punch. Yeah, cool. what the fuck? That's the other thing. So niggas is talking about Rudy Gay, Carmelo, mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. They said mm-hmm. they, was, they was talking to DeMar DeRozan before Russ, and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, imagine, imagine like, yo, so. <laughs> what you doing? What you doing after this? What you doing after this? Like y'all want to pull to the crib? Like you know what I'm saying? We we kicking it. We are gonna have drinks. We are gonna have this and that and the third. Blah 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 blah. This Demar Derozan texting Shorty, and then Shorty stopped texting, and then he get on Instagram and he see Shorty at you feel me? Bron in them crib. He see Russ at Bron in them crib. Like damn, I thought you was coming up. <laughs> let, let me ask you this though. So you named a lot of names in this. You like you named a lot of names. You named KCP. You named KCP. You named Kuzma. You named you named Harold, right? I'm gonna just be honest. Are any of them Russell Westbrook? Just be honest. If you if you were GM and then Russell Westbrook was on the table, we're looking at Ke- look. And let me tell you, Kuzma. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna cut him some slack. He got better year by year. He got better, but he was asked to sacrifice on a team of greats. He, he was asked to sacrifice, so he had to sacrifice his role. I do believe that Kuzma can score in this league. Um, I just believe that. The role that they asked him to play in LA, just it wasn't it wasn't enough for him. Right. So good for him. He, he I think that him going to Washington and playing with Bill, if that's how it's going to stand, is is great for him. Uh, KCP, he for that championship run for the Lakers played a huge part. His mm. shooting got better. He was one of the most probably the most consistent three point shooter that the Lakers had. So in that regard, you miss his you're gonna miss his shooting and you're gonna miss his ability to be able to pick up shooting guards and other guards 94 feet and he was really a, a tough defender so you're gonna miss him Montrez hero really didn't uh, didn't really didn't pan out with the lakers he really didn't his 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 game or whatever that happened with frank vogel and that rotation with him and mark gasol and andre Drummond, it didn't really work out for him so this is a fresh start for him as well you get russell westbrook who's gonna come in and make an instant impact i don't know what the lakers are gonna do but it's gonna be fun to watch and it's gonna be hilarious to see LeBron's reaction when Russie does some of that wild shit that he does. It's gonna be the same one he gave Jr. in the finals. The yeah, same it, it, one. So we gonna see what ha- we will see what happens with that. But they have to fill out that. They, you know, you might want to look at a JJ Reddish. And who, I mean, he, his his desire is to stay on the East Coast. But you may want to see if he want to take a minimum deal. I'll be a Man, You also you also want to look at a Patty Mills. Patty Mills is available. So you want to look at somebody like that. Of course, DeRozan, I don't know if they're going to get him with that money situation. You want to look at somebody like Iguodala. They need a center. You might want to look at bringing Dwight Howard back. He, he, I think he'll be open to coming back and playing for them. Um, you got to fill out the roster with veterans. 
and 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 guys and shooters, veterans and shooters, and they gotta all be on the court that the championship is here. Now, I'm gonna ask you this: Rusty, AD, LeBron versus KD, James, and Kyrie. Who you got? Did you see the Did you see the the post that Bleacher Report put up? No, I didn't. It was LeBron and uh, it was Bron and Russ. Oh yeah, yeah, KD and KD Kyrie, KD and Kyrie, and then yeah, one of their yeah. all uniforms. Yeah, I got the Nets uh, at full strength. Okay, all right. Right now, right now, I agree with you. Right now, I would take the Nets. Um, I don't know what the I don't know what the rosters will look like when it comes to the finals, but this is setting up. If we can get the Lakers and the Nets in the finals, it's setting up to be box office. I'm I'm paying for I'm paying for seven games of that, and on top of that. On top of that, lost my train of thought because I was yeah, I was so I'm so gassed about this trade. I'm not gonna lie, I'm super happy about it. Uh, Why? Why? Y'all gonna lead the league in turnovers? It's gonna be a bunch Ooh. of attitude back and forth because Ron gonna call for the ball or Russ gonna be like, "What? Oh, huh? thank you. Huh? I just remember what I was gonna say. Everybody has been on Russ about how he can't win, how he can't get it done, how he can't win in the postseason." Russell Westbrook gets a ring with the Lakers this year in LeBron's 19th year. What does that say about my boy? What does that say about King James? What does that say about him? Hey, KD couldn't do it. KD couldn't do it. I mean, respect to KD, but they couldn't get it done. They was up 3-1 to the Warriors. They lost it. They couldn't get it done. He went to Houston with James Harden. They couldn't get it done. They got, they got, they Got they boats, boot smoke by the Lakers in the playoffs. And of course, you see what he did with Bradley Bill. So if Man. LeBron can get this done with them, we're going to have to take a real good look at that conversation again. I know y'all don't, it's nothing that he could do to ever surpass Michael Jordan in a lot of y'all eyes. But damn, he, and if Carmelo comes in, he get Carmelo a ring? Oh my God. Oh man. Let's pop it, bro. I'll just, I'll, I'm going to leave it alone. I'll see, I'll see y'all just said enough for you today. <laughs> We're going to stay with free agency. Yep, so it yes, came sir. out today. We recording on Saturday. Kawhi mm-hmm. is going to decline his option and become an unrestricted free agent with, I believe, in the Clippers. Chris yep. Paul going to decline his, is it 34 or $44 million option? $44 million option. $44 million option. He's going to be a free agent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know yeah, what, man, Chris? free agency is on fire already. A couple of other notes. Malik Monk is going to be a free agent. Zach Collins. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Eagle Dollar earlier. The yeah. Warriors are looking to bring him back as well. Ain't that crazy? Yeah, the Warriors is going to be. It's probably going to be between the Warriors and the Lakers who bring Eagle Dollar back. Um, he's a he's a veteran at the end of tail end of his career, so he's looking to. I don't think Eagle Dollar has made a lot of money, and I think that right now he's just trying to join the team that's that's going to be in the hunt for a championship. And you can't go wrong with either the Warriors or the Lakers at this point. Um, and I'm Evan, and Evan Fournier and Evan Fournier off off the heels of smoking. USA men's basketball team. His contract talks have stalled with the Celtics, so he's going to be a free agent as well. Yeah, I see him moving on in that situation. Um, Me too. I think I think the Celtics are trying to find a way to create some space to get somebody. You know, I think that they should try to retain Evan Fournier. Um, I'm looking at let's let's just get back into Kawhi Leonard and the situation with him and Chris Paul. Um, them declining their options and going into free agency. Um, for those two guys, it means nothing. 
what they're doing is just gonna re- renegotiate and stay with their teams. I'm pretty right. sure Kawhi's gonna renegotiate. He's probably gonna do a one one and one deal. So he's probably gonna sign a two year deal with an option to be a free agent after next year, and it opens him up to sign a five year, two hundred and thirty two hundred and thirty million dollar max. It just makes sense for him, right? And then Chris Paul, I mean, he declines the $44 million deal. But for him, his situation is, I mean, it's a little bit more. I think he stays with the Suns. It'll be surprising if he if You don't sound leaving. too confident. What's the percentage? What you think percentage-wise is going to get him to stay? I think it's 80%. I think it's 80% that he stays with the Suns. I think they had a good run this year. Um, I think that he really likes that team. He really connected uh, connected with Devin Book and DeAndre Ayton um, and those guys there. The 20% that I'm talking about could be a team kind of... There's a point guard. There's teams point guards. Um, Dallas Miami, needs a point guard. Miami. Miami. Dallas. Needs a point Dallas guard. needs a point guard. Philly and, and, needs a point guard. And, and one team that nobody's talking about, the Orleans Pelicans, needs a point guard. Don't be surprised. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to my last snag, three years to win a championship. I'm not going to New Orleans, bro. Don't be surprised if they snag a point guard like Kyle Lowry. I'm not saying Chris Paul, but if they were to come in close to getting Kyle Lowry, I would understand. You got Zion there. You got Brandon Ingram. Um, another free agent that we didn't bring up, uh, Lonzo Ball. He's going to become a free agent, but it looks like he's a uh, restricted free agent. But it looks like the Bulls are going to make wow. him an offer um, for wow. it looks like three or four wow, years to 80 million. Um, and it looks like they have a mutual interest here. I don't so like that. You, I don't like that. I like Kobe. Really? I'm going to with Kobe White. I like Kobe White off the line, bro. I like Kobe White. You can play them, though. You can play. So let me tell you, you can play Kobe White and Lonzo. Lonzo, um, Kobe White, but first and foremost, he's coming off his shoulder injury. So I don't know how if he's going to be ready for the beginning of the season or not. But coming off the shoulder injury, um, he's going to be limited coming back for at first. But Kobe White is a score. Um, Lonzo Ball is a terrific passer. No matter what anybody wants to say, he's a terrific passer. He sees the game really well. Um, with Lonzo, his shot is coming back too. His shot is yeah, coming back too. And, yep, and, yep. and nobody can ever question his defense. He's one of the best defensive guards in the league. You're right. Yep. So I like that. I like that. And the way that they throwing out money these days to all of these players, getting Lonzo for 80 mil on a three-year deal is, is kind of a, is, is a deal. It's honestly, it's a, it's a good deal. That's the same I'm deal that Zach Levine got, though. And that's what I'm scared of. Because if they give him 80, he's coming off an $80 million extension when he when they match Sacramento's offer sheet when they try to score. And then Zach Levine, I think he has bird rights. So he's going to be eligible for a super max. Zach Levine is cool, bro, but I'm not paying Zach Levine no super max. Nah, dog. He's the third uh, best player on the championship. Somebody team. will. Somebody will. Not me. Not they throwing me. out money. They. You, <laughs> Cats is getting money, bro. Cats getting money, and and the way that you're looking at it, like, look. Let's talk about it. Another guy is going to be a free agent. We talking about money and not paying guys. You see what Dennis Schroeder's asking for? I, I don't. He's asking upwards of 150 million dollars. I'm. I like his game, but 150 million dollars, bro. You think you can make, you think you can make the league right now? That just means that he you knows. You, you think you can make the league right now? If you really no, put man, the time in, like practice every day, become the best you can be. You think you can make the league right now? No. On a vet, no, on a on a vet minimum, on a vet minimum, <laughs> on a vet exception. Nah. Nah, bro. You don't watch. You don't watch. Yeah, enough, I can make you don't watch league. enough YouTube. And you don't watch enough Instagram. 
Nah, bro. You can you can make the league. I can make if I bro. practice every day. Let's get into it. Become the best I could be. Mm -hmm. A year from now, mm -hmm. I can make mm -hmm. the league. All right, let's let's put it like this. Let's put, I'm glad you. I'm it's glad niggas you that can't this, shoot. It's glad niggas you. that can't shoot in the league right now. It's niggas. It's niggas that's in there six seven, and just because they hacks in the intramurals or they hacks in the G League, they get a they get a ten day contract. You're all you gotta do is be able to. Me. All you gotta be able to do is knock down a, a, a corner three, bro. That's it. It's the hardest thing in the world when you got pressure on you to make that three. Why you think when Cavs go? Why you think when Cavs go play with? And I have to keep bringing them up, but let's like, don't say Cavs go play with LeBron. They make a whole bunch of threes playing on a trash ass team. Then they go play with LeBron and them lights be on them every night. And them do, them boys can't even hit 20% of the threes, especially when they get to the playoffs. And they be wide open, wide open. Danny Green, a hell of a shooter. Went over there and played with the Lakers and couldn't find, it couldn't get consistent. It's just the lights of sometimes playing with people. Now, I'm glad you, I'm glad you went here. I'm glad you went here. NBA players, people don't understand how good they are. Even the guys that's on the bench. Isaiah Thomas. Not... He is currently not on the NBA roster at all. To me, makes no sense. But if you're not on the roster, people think that you're not, you can't play. Isaiah Thomas just went to the Atlanta uh, Pro-Am League and just dropped 65. 65 points in the league. I'm telling you, Chris, I seen a video of Brian Scalabrini. Some kid challenged him because to, to you know Bob Stalagrini, when you look at him, body look bad, look like he can't get a bucket. Some kid that was in shape challenged him to a game, said, I can beat you one-on-one. -on -one. They played to 11. Brian Scalabrini won 11 to zero. I'm telling you. Kelly just, ass gonna kill me though when he see this. He be like, boy, why you said you gonna make the league? Why you crazy? You crazy? I'm, I mean, we can set it up. If, if, if an NBA nah, player is looking at this and they I'm think cool, that and, nah, and they I'm want to, cool, nah. no, I'm cool. No, nah, I'm the MVP. Why not? I'm the MVP of the pod game. I'm cool. I found my niche. I got my talent. I'm you good. a smart, y'all got smart. You a smart man. Yeah, you a smart man. I respect cool, every. I, I'm cool. Man. I respect these NBA players. I respect them, man. Five, I really I'm do respect them, man. Shit. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. It's all love. It's all love. So Kawhi is going back. CP3 is going back, you think? I think CP3 is going back for sure. Um, Drogic, let's watch this situation. Goran Drogic, um, the, the, the Heat exercised their team option on Drogic, so they picked up his contract, right. um, which would pay him $19.4 Right. But I honestly believe, and everybody thinks that this is going to happen, just reading on, on what's going on, Miami is trying to land Kyle Lowry. Um, and they're also trying to pair him with DeMar DeRozan in Miami. So this might be some type of sign and trade that's going to happen soon. Because uh, I don't see, like, I don't see the Miami Heat. I mean, Goran Dragic's role has kind of decreased there in the last couple of years, and he hasn't really produced to the level that I think that the Miami Heat want him to produce that. Um, so I think that somebody like Kyle Lowry, you pair Kyle Lowry and his pit bull mentality with a Jimmy Butler. Oh, and then you, and then you get, and then you somehow, and you somehow get, uh, the Rosen to come would be amazing. It'd be a much more well-rounded team, I will say that. Though. My thing is, yeah. 
they declined Eagle Dollar's fifteen million dollar option, so they're trying to free up some cap space. People been talking about picking up Kyle Lowry for the past few weeks, even before the finals started, bro. They said the Lakers wanted yeah. him, Philly wanted him, the Knicks got the money yeah. for him, the Heat got the money for him, the Pacers are looking yeah. for a point guard. If he's gonna move, he, if he's gonna move, he would have been moved by now. You know what I'm saying? So, think so? I think so. I think I think we would have been able to peg down the two, the one or two teams that had a legit chance. And the things we haven't heard anything from Kyle Lowry at all. You know what I'm saying? They already telegraphed. They already telegraphed. They move when they was in the draft, and we'll get to that in a second. Bam, but. If I have my pick, I'm going to Miami. I'm going with Pat Riley. Pat Riley is the man with the plan. He has been for a while. Um, and he's big on development. It's not just about signing big big boy free agents every year. Like some people on the West Coast, you feel me? They think that it's not just about <laughs> players. It's about already matured, peak of their powers players just putting them together and seeing what happens. Or it's not Space Jam. Trash ass movie. <laughs> trash ass, trash ass uh, movie, by the way. Trash ass movie, bro, by the way. Trash bro. ass movie, by the way. Um, yo, I think Kyle Larry's gonna be the perfect fit in Miami. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing Melo there, but Melo gotta come off the bench. That's just my in my, opinion. And Melo in Miami? Yeah, off the bench. I think he can come off the I bench. I don't think that I, I, I don't think he, I, I, I respect it. I respect the take. I just don't think he lands there. It's crazy. Speaking of Melo. You see who had interest in him, not the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers. So I think he ends up with the Lakers. I think that him and LeBron finally reunite and uh, just get that, get that, you know, be on the same team. It'd be kind of cool, both in the 19th season, like trying to chase a championship. I think that that's cool. What happened? But, what happened to Chris Paul going to the Lakers? Oh, not enough money over there, man, for that. It just wasn't. It just. I mean, you got to go with the short thing. Russell Westbrook is available. Russell Westbrook brings a different dynamic. He's a lunatic. Russell Westbrook is a lunatic, and I'm, we got to go back to it a little bit. But pairing LeBron has never played with somebody as crazy as Russell That's Westbrook. That's volatile. You're right. It's, this is going to be hilarious, and you know they like to dance and do all this shit. I think that this this season with them two is going to be like you might as well just take a camera and follow them. Around. I think the closest. I think, I think the closest attitude. Wise that he's ever played with was Udonis Haslam. Like a goal mentality. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it might bring some Russell West- out of him. Obviously, Russell Westbrook is, is far more talented than Udonis Haslam. But just from a, like carrying yourself, I always go back to KG. I always harp on KG like a dog. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like a dog on your team. He might not, and KG was uber talented, but when it comes down to like, yeah, I'm going to throw a hard L. I'm going to throw a hard foul. Or I'm going to be the one to step in if it's an altercation. Or if I feel like they get too physical. Just somebody kind of regulate. We ain't soft. And I don't think that the right. Lakers are being seen as soft. But I think Russell Westbrook is going to bring a certain level of toughness and tenacity that's going to elevate them. And they're going to get ugly wins and ugly buckets when they need them the most. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I agree with you 100%. I, like you said, I don't think that there was a soft connotation on them. Like, they're soft. But when you see AD going down with injuries every other game, and, like, you will see how the Lakers, like, they kind of, they'll mail it in sometimes. They'll mail it in. They know they're not going to win. They'll mail it in. And you be like, oh, yeah, they're not even trying. That's not going to be an option when you got Russell Westbrook <laughs> on the floor. That is not. Because he'll let you know, hey, man, what we doing? Like, what we doing? He not. One of the things that you got to respect about Russell Westbrook is 
the way that he approaches his game and his professionalism. He is as professional as he gets on that court. He don't care. Remember, he said his only friend was Spalding. Right. Like he, like, I mean, it's Wilson now because they switched to Wilson basketball. But you know, uh, you just gotta respect his mentality. And you're right. I think that this is something that, like, Donis Haslam is one of those guys that's well respected in the locker room. He brings that toughness. He's a goon. He's not taking any shit. And that's what you get with Russ. But you get the numbers that come with Russ. You get the the, the skill that comes with Russ. And I think that I think that that rejuvenates LeBron in year 19, in which he's always been kind of complacent. And I'm not saying complacent with winning, but like complacent with just being the guy who has to be that for the team. Now you have somebody who's more than that because LeBron brings the intensity, but not like Russ. Not not in year 19. Let me try this again. Hold on. Yeah. That might. I like that. I like that now. I like that now. Yeah, when you when you on fire. How many minutes we in now? We I mean, we, I think we 30, 40. 30, and that sounded better 30 minutes in. Shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when sure. you were cooking, I had to give you your props, bro. Let's All talk. All right, let, let me see. Let's talk to Drew. Oh, my fuck. Go ahead. Let's talk go to Drew. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, sir. So, Let's get into it. <laughs> Before we get off into the picks, right? Let me, mm-hmm. let me, let me talk to me. Let me stop the music. Stop the music. Bro. DJ. What DJ D-Rec. Cut the fucking beat. <laughs> Dog, you cannot be on TV doing this, bro. Steph Curry, two of the best to ever do it. When you look at Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi What the fuck is this? That shit beat him up. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Play it again. Thompson, Steph Curry, two of the best to ever do it. When you look at Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, Modi Moody, what he did in college. Moses Moody. Hey, dude was fed up. Moses Moody. He's here. Hey, look. Like, come on. Hey, Big Perk. Big Perk is hilarious, by the way. I see He tried to do a thing for ESPN. He's doing his thing, but come on, man. Moses Moody name. Beat him down. He was, hey, beat him up. Like, he was done. He was defeated, bro. You remember when James Harden threw his hands up after he seen Giannis was taking forever with the free throw? <laughs> that's how I, that's how, I'm sure that's how Reese Davis and them felt. With him trying to get this. Moses Moody, dog. He should have just said Mr. Moody. That's all he had to say. And after let me the, tell you after the second bro, time. I was with a championship when you was that Sibylac on your breath, Quavo. Let me tell hey, you something, man. my brother. When we coming from Beaumont, Texas, you had to keep what on you. And hey, I know what it's like boy. going to school with high water. <laughs> Nigga, what are you talking about, bro? Moses he a, he a Moody. Boy. He a country boy. Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins makes for good TV, man. I'm sorry. Good that TV? That had me dying laughing. Now, I'm going to tell you this. It wasn't even that. It wasn't. Let me tell you. It was not that 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 was making me, that made me cringe. So we're going to go through this draft, right? And we're going to get to your picks. But <laughs> he called Evan Mobley. He compared him to Bill Russell. I don't know if you, and somebody heard that. I don't know if it skipped past people's ears. But he gave a comparison of Evan Mobley from USC, who was the fourth pick in this year's draft. To the likes of Bill Russell, this man hasn't played one NBA second. Let me let me hold. On, let me let me. Bill Russell has eleven rings. Let me let me let me stop the music. Stop. I was a player coach. Fuck this. Fuck this. Let me t- <laughs> let me play something for you. This is what this nigga sounded like. Shout out to my boy Denzel, little bro. Appreciate you, avid friend of the show, listener to the show every week. 
He said this to me. Let me show you. Let me show you exactly what Kendrick Perkins sounded like. DJ Envy and Angela Gee. Let me know if you remember this. <laughs> God damn, girl. Y'all got some names on that. Man. What up? What up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Tree of Fam, Young Savage, Sweet John Junior. Doing what I do, when I do what I do, and I'm doing it with my girl, DJ Envy, Angela Lee, Angela Yee. Damn. Hold on. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte McGay. <laughs> man, uh, hey, that was legendary. Oh, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, this and Charlotte Perkins. This is Kendrick Perkins rehearsing. Hey. DJ, Moses DJ Moody's Lee. Name. Hold on. DJ Envy, Angela Lee, and Charlotte McGain. What up, what up? You already know who it is. It's me, Webby the Trio Fam, Young Savage, Tom, Sweet Zone. And you rapping with DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Sawyer Your Mate. Sawyer Your Mate. Hold on, say it You gotta love it, man. You gotta Charlotte love it. Charlemagne, the goal. Charlemagne, the goal. Who that is? The asshole. Who that is? Come on, you read that door. Yo, them names be beating people up. Them names beat people up, bro. You get paid to be on TV to do this. What are you doing, bro? Hey, man. Sometimes you get tongue twisted. I'm just trying to say, I'm like Moses Moody, Moses Moody, Moses Moody. I'm saying it three times. I'm like, Moses from the Bible. Moses. Moses Malone from the NBA. What's wrong with you, folks? I think I think he was just having a. I think he just had he just had a he had the yips. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just give him that. He had the yips. K Cunningham <laughs> went number one from Oklahoma State. Yes, Bonafide sir. Superstar. Let's go, man. Detroit. Shout out to MG. Y'all already know what it is. The Defining Moments Podcast. BlissSportsNetwork.com. Big dog. What up, though? Seven mile player. West Side Detroit. They are ecstatic. I don't know if y'all seen Jalen Rose's reaction, but he was hype. Kay yeah, Cunningham man. has said uh, in multiple interviews he wants to live in Detroit. He's embraced Detroit music, Detroit culture. He put the shades mm-hmm. on in the interview. He put the buffs on. He put the buffs on. That man is Detroit. He legit want to be there. And I think, like, Detroit, Detroit fans, y'all have to be ecstatic. Y'all have to be happy. Most players, when they get drafted to a team that's in a smaller market that they that may not be the best team, when they get drafted number one, they don't act like how K Cunningham acted when he got drafted. He embraced, he's oh. embracing Detroit 150%. He wants to be there. He says his goal is to get to the playoffs in year one. And I'm believing him in the Eastern Conference. Let me tell you. Kay Cunningham, if you never go ahead. Let go me acknowledge. So the draft was not packed like the usual years because it was pouring raining in Brooklyn. Pouring raining the day of the draft. Mm-hmm. Kay did a bunch of interviews after he got drafted. I think he stayed almost two hours after he was drafted. Typically, when you get drafted, you you take your pictures, family, X, Y, and Z, and then you go party, you go celebrate. He stayed, signed every autograph. I'm talking about walk through the arena, bro. He kept the hat on from the time he put it on all night. So salute to Kay Cunningham, bona fide superstar. I think I think he's gonna be selling jerseys like nobody's business the second they go on sale. But I'm talking about every kid that wanted a selfie, and I watched it with my own eyes. Every mm-hmm. autograph, sat, talked with people, gave him some really dope quotables. But more than anything, he said he wants to be in Detroit. He wants to be a bad boy. And Chris, why wouldn't he? Um, if you look at that Detroit roster, they have some young guns there. You got Jeremy Grant there. You got Sadiq Bay there. Um, you Killian got Hayes. Uh, Killian Hayes. You got a you got a nice roster, 
and you got a coach. And uh, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting this guy's name um, that came from the Raptors. Um, you got him there. Sorry about that. Uh, but they got a promising team that is going to going to make a run at the playoffs or the play-in now that it's sticking there. The play-in will be there now, so that's going to stay. Uh, Kay Cunningham, if you're not familiar with his game, I'll just tell you, he can do everything. He can do everything. I mean, that's just, that's just I mean, Jay Bill has called him maybe the best all-around prospect since LeBron in 2003. That's saying something. I mean, the man can score at all levels. He can score at the basket. He can score in the mid-range. He can score from the three. He can dribble the ball. He's a legit 6'8". You know, he Too can bad do LeBron's everything not he has. a two-way prospect. I mean... Let's talk about Kane, man. I'm sorry, man, but Kane is just like Kane can do it all. Um, he is not afraid of the moment in college. He like in clutch time, like clutch buckets. I think he doubled up who, whoever was second. He had the most, Bob, and he doubled up whoever that was in second place um, with clutch points in, in the last two minutes or three minutes of a ball game. So what you're getting is somebody who is poised. Somebody who, you know, is ready and somebody who wants to be there. So that's going to be great for Kate. Um, and I've seen something that I think is going to stick with him. Um, he's playing in the Motor City. His first name is Kate. Motorcade. I heard, I heard the K Crusader. Motorcade. I love Motorcade. I though. like Motorcade something, too. That's hard. Some, something's gonna stick with that. I think that that's gonna that's gonna have a ring to it. I think that he's marketable, man. And and something that I seen, I, I didn't know that he's been vegan since he was like 16 years old. Like, do you know how hard you gotta be in high school to go wow. vegan? You know that you're trying to get somewhere when you're doing that. Oh, yeah. You know. And oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Great. Had pick, his daughter up there with him. All of that, bro. That was love, hard. Love to see. Love to see it, man. Uh, so good for good. Like, congrats to Kay Cunningham. We are going to be excited to see where his journey goes. But I love the number two pick. Mm. I love the number. They seem like pick. the whole Ignite team got drafted in the top ten, boy. Yeah, we're going to get into that number two. I'm pick. talking about Michael Jackson. Rock with you vibes with that suit. You did what I'm saying. I was, yes. bro, I was, I bang with that. Jalen Green. In case y'all mm-hmm. don't, in case y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. Super scoring talent, superstar in the making, bro. Yeah, and he yes. and he and he he did it his way. He didn't do the one and done route. He learned how to handle his money. He's very well spoken in these interviews. He took that time in the G League very seriously and it paid off with the number two pick. H Town got a winner in him, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, Jalen Green is a, is um, so Jalen Green is it, right? But this draft had two number one picks. That's just me. That's just in my opinion. You couldn't go wrong with Jalen Green. You couldn't go wrong with Kay Cunningham. Jalen Green for gone, like, and he said it. He tweeted this uh, maybe a couple months ago. If I had went, if I had went to college, maybe we would have. I know for a fact it would be a different talk about who the number one pick would be. But it's all good, right? Jalen Green was going to UCLA. I want to say he was going to UCLA, and he forego he. Go this college experience to go to the G League and play for the G League Ignite team. Right. Um, and he played well there. His career high, and I think his last game with the G League Ignite, he had 32. So I mean, look at it. Look, look at him already. He's a bona fide. He's an amazing athlete. He can score at, like you said, at all three levels. But with him, it's the star power. Look how he dresses. Look how he like his swag is something. That's that my speed. Houston, I, right? I fuck with it. That's my speed right, right there, dog. 
the swag is something you can sell in Houston, especially after losing somebody like James Harden. Um, now you got him there in Houston. I think that that's going to be great. Him and um, Kevin. Golly. Uh, what's that kid's name from Houston? Kevin Porter Jr., bro. Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, you was talking about Dwayne Kevin Casey Brandon. on the Pistons head coach. Dwayne Casey. There we go. Thank you. So, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. in that back in that backcourt with Jalen Green, I think that that's going to be dynamic. Uh, I love what they're doing there in Houston. They, they kind of making up for losing James Harden and, and Russell Westbrook and CP3 and Clint Capella. And, I mean, I could keep going. Where you but, think John Wall fits in, the, in, the, in, the, in those plans? And Christian Wood. Christian Wood is going to fit in amazing with them. Uh, he's going to eat. Christian Wood is going to eat. As far as John Wall, he's going to have to be the vet to show them the way. He's going to have to be the vet to teach them how to be a pro in this league. They're going to be looking up to him. Um, he's on that big deal. His contract is nearly untra- it's untradeable. Nobody wants that contract. Uh, so he's going to be there. He's going to be there. That's just the truth of the matter. He's going to be there, and they're going to have to find out a way to make that work. But I think John Wall is a professional. I think John Wall will like to be around them young guys, and it's going to rejuvenate him and, and get him to play at a high level. If you're the Celtics, do you take a flyer on John Wall? No. No, respectfully. Don't do it. Um, I love. I like John Wall's game. I like what he brings to the game. I like he, he At one point in time, he was one of the best top five point guards in the league maybe at one point in time and I'm talking like three four years ago uh, but when you look at Boston and you look at what they're trying to build with Jalen uh, Jalen uh, Jalen Brown, Brown and Jason Tatum when you see what they're trying to build over there they need a point guard in my opinion who can both score but also at the same time, get them involved. Get those two guys involved. It's almost like they need somebody like Kyle Lowry, even though they're not going to go out and get him. Um, I think Boston really messed up that whole getting all those draft picks, getting everything that they needed. I think that they just really mismanaged that and didn't get the vital pieces that they needed to be an actual championship team. So now they're looking to like they tra- traded Tristan Thompson to Atlanta. Right, they're trying to make up for it now. They don't want to give every four-year contract because they're looking. They traded for Kimba. You see how that didn't work. Kimba was a scoring guard, but he necessarily didn't get them involved. Now Kimba's out in OKC and probably going to get traded somewhere again. Um, I know, right? So it's one of those things where I don't see that. And John Wall's contract is massive, bro. He's in the four. He's upwards of forty million in the next two, three years at at that contract. It's going to be a hard contract to get off, especially with his production. Um, I could see a team, I could see a team having a point guard go down and they're a championship team and they got to take a flyer. And they're like, you know what? We just got to make this move. But to make salaries match, you got to send some stuff over there. You know? So. Evan Mobley goes to Cleveland out of USC. Surprise at number four, Scotty Barnes out of Florida State. Going to Toronto. Gonna be good. I like them. I like them a lot. Jalen Suggs, solid pick for the Orlando Magic. Josh Giddy. OKC. He say, is the wild card. They say he can shoot the lights out. Yeah, he's the wild card. He's going to be there. in OKC. So he's going to be doing a lot of losing. But um, he's a wild card. He can hoop. He can really ball. And now you know the international players are the ways. Everybody wants to find the next Luka. Right. He's not Luka. But he can really shoot the basketball. And, and he can put. He can get buckets. So we'll see. Jonathan Kaminga goes to the Warriors. Uh, Mo Wagner's younger brother Franz 
Yeah. Shout out to Orlando as well to join Jalen Suggs. Davion Mitchell coming in the sack town. Yeah. I don't know how I, I feel I like about that, it, yeah. that, but that that's that's uh implications on Buddy Hill. We still gonna watch out for his free agency situation. Mm-hmm. Zaire Williams going to New Orleans. Like James Booknight, Con Hus headed down to Charlotte, Brooklyn style, kid. Stop stop this. What up? James Booknight, along with LaMelo Ball in that backcourt, get your popcorn ready. That's all I'm going to say. Only thing I'm mad about about is that means Malik Monk has got to be out of there. Oh, he's out of there. He's out of there, for sure. New York York Knicks, for sure. Yeah, Malik Monk is gone. But at the same time, if you look at James Booknight, he he got that Malik Monk type athleticism, if not more. And he can really score. And, and, And so I'm looking at it like, all right, that the Malik Monk experiment really didn't work there. It didn't really work. I mean, if we be if we be brutally honest, it didn't work. It's time to move on for that. But Boog Knight and Lamelo Ball back there in that backcourt. Oh my God, Miles Bridges. That's a team. If you got league pass, you're gonna be wanting to watch them next year. Again. That's what we was on last year with uh, Miles Bridges. So now you got Miles Bridges, mm-hmm. Book Knight, Lamelo Ball. It's gonna be crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Thing. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I like that. Joshua Primo going to the Spurs. Charles Doherty headed to the Pacers out of Oregon. Moses Buddha, Moses Buddha, 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 Buddha. Moses Moody gets picked up by Golden State. Golden State. Golden State. I like what they did. I like I like Moses Moody. Quick, uh, quick fact. Kay Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, and Moses Moody. Went all in the top 15. Of course, K went number one. Scotty Barnes went number four. Moses went number 14. They all played on the same high school team. <laughs> and look at their night. And, and, and while we're talking about it, look at their night team. It was Jalen Green. Uh-huh. Uh, Kamingo was on the team. Yep. There's one other than was it? Was it his, uh, somebody see. else was on the team, too? On the on night team? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they went. Did, did he go first? Nah, he was in the first, first round. Oh, Isaiah Todd. Isaiah Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah Todd. Yep. Isaiah Todd. So that, that, yep. that tells you that. That tells you above anything else. It, we're, we're done with the traditional way of going to college. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Corey Kispert yeah, uh, goes to the Wizards. Alfred mm-hmm. Singon goes to OKC. Trey Murphy the third to Memphis. Trey Mann goes to OKC. Kai Jones, who was originally picked by the Knicks, and he ends up in Charlotte as well with Book Knight. Uh, Jalen Johnson to Atlanta. Keon like Johnson. Love that. Gets picked up by the Knicks. Uh, who was the Nets pick? That's what I was saying. Cameron Thompson. That's the one that fell. He was in the green room for a long time, bro. Yeah, that was gonna be some motivation for him. That's gonna be some motivation for him. I mean, he he coming, he playing. You can hear it in his interviews. He was pissed. He was pissed, but he's motivated at the same time. Yeah, I mean, going to a good team, his playing time might be limited there, but you know, he might be able to crack the bench rotation. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I want to touch on um, Houston. I I just really love what they did in the draft. You got Jalen Johnson, uh, Jalen Green, and then you turn that turn around and go get Josh Christopher and Uzman. Yes, and you go get Garuba, who played for Spain. I watched him last night again in the, in the Olympics against Luca, and I mean he looked good. And but Josh Christopher, Arizona State. Josh Christopher has the tools to be a really good ball player in this league, and he's exciting. He's exciting, just like 
um, Jalen Green. So you add you add, and and he got the and he got the swag factor. So you add that over there at Houston, and you getting all of that, and you you just you, I think Houston Rockets fans should be excited because they I mean you lose James Harden, of course, you losing a chance at a championship. Fine, but now you retooling up with with players that are going to be excited to play basketball. They play with a swag to them, and they got a, a type of flair that's going to make you want to come out and watch the game. So good for Houston. Uh, quick point of note: Luca Garza ends up going to Detroit way, way in the second round. It mm-hmm. was it was it was over unders on him the way he's going to get picked. People were thinking he was going to be in the first round. Yeah, I don't know about him. I seen that he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. He lost a lot of weight from college. Yeah. and and and. We all year. I, I was watching him in college. I brought him up in one of the uh, episodes of the pod, and I'm like, I don't know, like, bro, he gets buckets, but I don't know if that's gonna translate to the league. You land in Detroit, they gonna give him a chance to play. He can shoot the rock. He can score on the post. Um, and from the videos I saw, he looked like he got in really good shape. So uh, good for him, man. We'll see what we'll see what happens there. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm really intrigued by him. Um, but we got to give a shot. Oh, sleeper, Atlanta Hawks with picking Sharif Cooper. Mm. I, mm. I thought he was a first round pick. Mm. I watched him in college and he played the point guard position. I don't know if they think he's undersized. He came in measured at 6'4". So he's not undersized for a point guard, in my opinion. But they, they're measuring him at 6'4". And the people are still saying he's undersized. But he can pass the hell out of the ball. And you put him there now, and he can learn from Trey Young. Atlanta looks good, man. I, I like what they're doing over there. I think that coming off of going to the Eastern Conference Finals, all they did was two up to, to make another run. So uh, three, three people lands in a great spot. He gets to learn from Trey Young. He gets a coach like Nate McMillan. I think that that's, that that is going to be wonderful. For him. But you gotta give a shout out. You gotta give a shout out to the homegrown talent, man. Shout out. Chicago Bulls. Shout out to Ayo Vasini. Second round pick. Got picked. Hey, look, look, what a story, man. What a story. Go to Morgan Park. Ball out there. Say, all right, I'm going to go to Illinois. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to go to Illinois. You go ball out there. You win the Big Ten Championship. You do your thing there. And you get picked by your hometown team, man. In the draft, I seen a video from when he got drafted. It was a beautiful moment. Um, I think that he, he's going to be great there. I love his game. He brings a tenacity to the game. He'll pick up on defense. He's a, he was a leader. He was a proven leader at Illinois. All I think American. That, yeah, he got he got he has a, a great great chance to crack the rotation there in Chicago um, with the guard rotation that they have there because he's not a scorer like Zach Levine. Um, old Kobe White who likes to get up a lot of threes. Um, for him, he's gonna control the pace because he controlled the second unit. And, they, and, and he got a coach like Billy Donovan, who was, was a former point guard. So he'll be able to see the game through his eyes and be able to learn the nuances of the game of being a point guard. So I love that pick there. Um, a lot of people may say that it's pressure to go back home and play at, play at home, but I think he's comfortable there. Like, look at it. He went to Illinois, so that was a good pick. I think that, that just gives him a comfort factor. It's gonna be great for his development. And, he, and I think he got a good support system around him. So uh, shout out to Ayo, man. We gotta get him on the yeah, right. I was thinking the yeah. same thing. I was gonna say this. I was gonna say this part for the shout out too, but I'll go ahead and do it again. Another round yeah. of applause for the NBA. Close with the fish, kind of at a loss of words. They couldn't even really get through it. Mm-hmm. She was so emotional. 
he had a bag. He had a bag on him. I don't know if y'all ever seen Terrence Clark, Kentucky. He, he had a bag on him. I didn't watch a whole lot of college basketball, but I did get a chance to check out Kentucky and Terrence Clark as one of the ones. So, salute to the NBA for getting him an honorary draft position. Yeah, no really, really just to fight his Shout out to uh, his his teammate uh, Brandon Brandon Boston Jr. who got drafted. Um, he got drafted to the Memphis Grizzlies, and um, I mean, shout out to Terrence Clark, but also shout out to Brandon Boston Jr. Um, if you know the situation, he he was there. You know what I'm saying? And so um, a lot of mental fortitude, and uh, for him to keep pushing on, and and I know that. Everything that he's going to be doing in his career is going to be dedicated to Terry Clark. But uh, shout out to him, man, for getting drafted and just persevering through that. Let's get off into the Olympics, man. USA yeah. is doing too hot. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. We got smacked around by France. Uh-huh. They all right. They okay, the... they okay now. Go we ahead. got smacked talk. around by France. Uh-huh. We're getting silver medal after silver medal after silver medal. Our superstars, our top superstars are pulling out of the Mm-hmm. Well, what's up? I, well, let's say, let's do this. Let's let, let's look at the Olympics, right? I'm gonna I'm just go by medals, right? So currently, right now, the medal count of the U.S. Um, of, of the Olympics, I'll just go. Um, China has the most gold medals. They have 24 gold medals, right? Um, the U.S. has 20 gold medals, but we lead with total medals. Um, gold, silver, bronze. We have a total of 59, where China has 51. And then the next, um, I think the ne- yeah, next like 44. So um, the U.S. is overall, I believe, showing up. And I'm, this is just my belief. At the Olympics, you're facing the best of the best, no matter what competition you're in. So to just be one, two, or three, and to be able to be on that podium, I think speaks volumes. And I think to me that holds some weight, no matter if you're a silver medalist or a bronze medalist. Now, with that being said, <laughs> USA men's basketball is at a is such at a disadvantage, bro. Because nobody cares what nobody else <laughs> what nobody else does in Olympics, like whether they come in first, second, or third. But the USA men's basketball team is always expected to win the gold, bro. And I blame the dream team, right? But it is what it is. I blame the dream team. I blame Mike. I blame, I blame Mike. I blame Chuck. I blame Scotty. I blame Carmelo. I blame all them cats. They set the bar so high that now it's not only that, Chris, it's not only you got to bring home the gold. You got to dominate and bring home the gold. Yeah, you got to win by 50 yeah, exactly. But, 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 but Chris, the world, and nobody wants to hear this. It's two things. The world is catching up. And I said it in the last pod. These are a lot of guys who have never been here before. Never been here. The only guy really who's been here, KD, everybody else. Haven't been here. Shout out to KD too. Became the uh, top scorer in Olympic history just past uh, Carmelo in the last game. So shout out to him. Um, they just and, and the U.S. just beat up on the Czech Republic. So they won in two games. They they advanced to the knockout stage. I think that they're gonna ramp it up. They best um, player was Sadaransk. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. Go ahead. I, I understand that. I understand that. But you get, but see see that's what I'm saying. It's not fair. It's not fair. Like you win. Then it's like, oh, y'all beat them. You lose, y'all lost to them. It's like, you can only play who's in front of you. You can only 
face the competition that's in front of you. So, so, so I, so I look at it like, all right, cool. They did lose, and these games that they lost in, they lost their first game, and they've been able to rebound. But what I've seen is that it looks like they're getting a little bit more comfortable with each other, and they're learning on the fly. They only had about two weeks together, and I think that Coach Pop had to take the reins off of the offense a little bit, let them play. Because you're trying to learn a system and any system, I don't care who you are, you implementing a system in two weeks with anybody, it's going to be like, it's going to be confusing. I think they were overpassing the ball, trying too hard to work the system instead of just going out there and hooping like they know how to hoop. Durant can go out on, I don't care who's out there, Durant can go out and get 40. Don't matter who out there. But when you're trying to play in a system, now Durant's ending up with 20 points. And trying to feed everybody and all of this, so I think going into the knockout stages they'll be fine. That's just my opinion. All, but, of, the, all of the trade stuff with Dame and all of the yeah, the, the, the yeah. hype about this player, that player's coming in, and y'all, everybody's a superstar, everybody making max money, but then y'all losing in the prelims. It, it gave me the notion that they didn't want to be in Tokyo. It's like let's hurry up and get this over with so we can get up out of here. I think just, that was my take. Yeah, I think it's weird. I think the lack of fans being there. I think their experience is not the a typical your typical Olympic experience. So it may it may be it may feel weird, but as time goes on and you're still in that environment, you start to adapt and you start to adjust. And now you're like, oh, this is our environment. All right, cool. We know what we're coming into. And so they it's not like a bubble, but they do have a bubble within the Olympic Village. But so many things you can do, so many events you can go to. So like I think that they're getting adjusted. And I do believe like it's theirs to lose, man. But speaking of the Olympics, I don't know if you've been watching Luka Doncic. I saw him. But bro, Luka Doncic is is one of the top five basketball players in the world. I'm sorry, yo. Like, for, first of all, I don't know if people. If you haven't watched the Olympics in basketball, normally in the NBA, the NBA game is four 12 minute quarters, which is 48 minutes, a 48 minute ball game. In the NBA game, you can call timeouts at any point in time, live or dead ball situations. In the Olympics. In FIBA basketball, you can only call a timeout during a dead ball situation, and players cannot call timeouts. Mm. Only coaches can call timeouts. Okay? And in FIBA, you're playing four 10-minute quarters, which means it's 40 minutes of basketball. Okay? Luka Doncic, in 40 minutes of basketball, and he didn't play all 40 minutes, but that first game he played, and I got to pull up who he played against, he scored 43 points and like 12 rebounds. Like, absolutely. And he averaged in his first two games, 36 points. He's averaging 36 points a game in a 40-minute basketball game when he's not playing all 40 minutes. So that just tells you how dominant he is. And he's used to the um, he's used to the international game. He's used to the right, intensity. Because right. if you see it, it's, it's very intense. It's very intense, and he's used to it. I watched the game last night. They played Spain. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Don't ask me why I was up. I was up watching the game. It was, <laughs> it was amazing, bro. Spain basically took the page out of what teams do in the NBA and basically started double-teaming him at half court. Took the ball out of his hands. I think he ended up with like 14 points. He had 13 rebounds and 9 assists. Right? Sylvania won, by the way. So, Luka is now 19-0 when he plays for the international To this day! He has not lost on the international stage. Including the Olympics. This dude is crazy, man. I don't know. Like, you know when you're seeing something? Like, 
when you seeing a player and you seen him at the beginning of his career and you like just saying like, yo, we witnessing something here. I'm gonna stay tuned. That's how I feel about Luka. I just feel like he's scratching the surface. He's only 22. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want. I just want to give my props to Luka. He's amazing. Uh, the knockout stages will be uh, amazing. And don't knock Slovenia. They have Drogic on the team, but they could be a sleeper. I don't see them winning the goal, but you don't. I, and they did win, so they play the U.S. next. Sorry. They do play the U.S. next. I'm tuning in. Small Biles pulling out. Naomi Osaka got knocked out. Straight set, man. Shakari, obviously not this. She put a tweet out saying y'all missed me yet. So kind of controversial earlier this week. But women yeah. taking the hit, man. They're not doing, they're not doing the greatest in, in, in the Olympic play. Can I? I want to stop and give flowers to Simone Biles. I did, we just have to. Straight up. Um, if Simone... Yeah, they wildin'. But if Simone Biles, if Simone, <laughs> wow, bro. All right, I want to take this time, man, to get my flowers to Simone Biles. Like honestly, we have to. And I just want to say this: if Simone Biles never competed in another event ever again in the Olympics. She is by far, it's not even close, the greatest gymnast, women gymnast ever, ever. She has nothing to prove. Like, literally, like, imagine being that much better than people where they don't even know how to judge you. They don't even know how to score her, bro, because the shit that she's doing is they haven't seen. So in gymnastics, they don't even know how to score her properly. So shit that she's doing is so, like, difficult and so off the scale that they, they're deducting her points when they like... She's like, how are you deducting me points and you've never seen it before? You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, for me to even try that is ridiculous. But you're going to deduct me and guard and judge me as if it's a regular move, right? So, so that's not the reason why she's pulling out. But I'm just giving her her flowers because what she's done in gymnastics is unheard of. It's unprecedented. And she deserves that. And I say this because I'm like, they, people are saying that she pulled out of the out of the Olympics because she's scared to lose. Why? My legacy is set. I'm the best by far. I'm just not, I can't do this because she has something called the twisties. I don't know if you saw her explaining it. Um, what the condition is the twisties where she's twisting in the air and because of something, whatever her mind and her body is not in sync, when she's twisting, she doesn't know where she's at. So she doesn't know where she's going to land. And if you see how you're twisting and you're landing, you could kill yourself. Sure. You could break your neck. You could severely hurt yourself. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. I'm sitting out. So I'm glad she kind of explained that to people so they can understand where she's coming from. But she didn't owe anybody explanation. She could just said, I'm not doing this shit. And, they, and everybody should just been like, cool, and giving her flowers and let her walk on. But I seen people taking shots at her, trying to make it seem like she like like she quit on her team, like she did this, she did that. Like it's a whole bunch of nonsense, it's a whole bunch of garbage, and she deserves her flowers. She's the best to ever do this shit and respect her as such. Yeah, Charlie Kirk uh, put out a rant basically saying that Simone Biles is a selfish psychopath and a shame to the country. But he also said we're raising a generation of weak people like Simone Biles. I want to be the first. If I haven't been the first, I want to be the first to say. Fuck Charlie Kirk. <laughs> Dang, well, it's straight like that. That's ridiculous to me, bro. Now, how could you be so dumb, Chris? You could be so dominant at something, and you know your body, you know your yourself better than anybody, and you telling people I can't perform under these conditions because it's something to do with me, nothing else. And you so good at what you're doing, you expecting people to just understand, but yet they're taking shots at you. 
and telling you that you're a quitter and you're a coward and this, that, and the third. And I hate to say this. I hate to say it. But we got to say it. She's a black woman. She's a black woman on this stage where it's not a lot that look like her doing this. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. We know what's I get going it. on. We know what's up. Tap in with us. Let us know how y'all feeling about the bands for this week. Hit us up on the Instagram, the Hitman Podcast, at Labeled and On, at Mo underscore Sal One. Hit us up in the mailbag. Don't forget the Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Let's do these quick hits real quick, big dog. Let's get into it. So, <laughs> Kevin Love put out a sneak diss to uh, Jerry Colangelo <laughs> after he. Was he was he kicked off the team or, or did he decide to walk away from the U.S. national team? Which one was it? I'm confused. It was, it was none of the above. Um, Jerry Colangelo was asked about Kevin Love. Right. Um, and he said that Kevin Love reached out to him and expressed his his desire to want to play on the team. Right. The USA team. Right. Um, he said he was in shape and all of these things. And so Jerry Colangelo was like, yo, we need somebody who can shoot, a veteran, somebody who knows the USA Olympic grind. So they allowed him to be on the team. He says that hindsight, I mean, not hindsight, but he came in and he was out of shape and he wasn't ready. So it was a mistake to put him on the team. To that, Jerry Colangelo is out of bounds. Sorry. He's out of bounds. He's out of bounds. Yeah, he's out of bounds. He's completely out of bounds. Because guess who didn't play in the Olympics? Guess who said they didn't want to play in the Olympics? You want to go down a list of people who are not playing? Kyrie. You want to keep? We, I can keep going. Steph Curry. Um, there's no superstars playing in this Olympics except for KD. I mean, super. All the superstars in the league had a chance. LeBron. He could have gave him one last chance. Said, "I'm gonna just play one last time." He could have said, "No, I'm focused on Space Jam too." Whatever. All the superstars in the NBA said no to the USA Olympic team. Sure. Kevin Love hit you up and said, I want to play. If you didn't want him to play, just say no. But don't come out while he in Tokyo and try to bash the man. Y'all lost, you lost Bradley Bill before this. Word. You lost Bradley Bill and had to go replace him with JaVale McGee. Word. Like, I'm no disrespect to JaVale McGee. He has carved out a great career for himself. But bro, you lost Bradley Bill and replaced him with JaVale McGee. That just lets you know who wasn't trying to play. So don't, and, and it's not like they're getting paid for this. They're not. It's the Olympics. You don't get paid. You get paid from endorsements. Right. You don't get paid for this. Right. He's doing this. So don't bash him because now it looks bad to people who may want to express their opinion and want to play in the USA Olympics coming down the line. And Kevin Love has great relationships with people in the league. So, I mean, I think it was out of bounds. Mike D'Antoni stepping away from the Nets as an assistant coach. Looks like arrows are all pointing towards him getting back into a head coaching position sooner than later. Uh, <laughs> Good luck, Steve Nash. If I was him, I would have got a ring. I'd have stuck around for next season. You feel me? Well, it's on Steve Nash now. Everybody thought, everybody thought Mac D'Antoni was the one like secretly just pressing all the buttons in the background while Steve Nash was over there clapping it up. So now Mike D'Antoni is gone. Now Steve Nash really, man, I can't wait to see next season. I want to just see how it just goes because everybody's gonna be at full strength. Um Mike D'Antoni starts and the season starts back early. It's back to regularly scheduled programming. Yes, yes, yes. So Mike D'Antoni, I mean, he stays getting jobs in the NBA, but it never. Not gonna say that he hasn't had he hasn't had great seasons, but he doesn't preach defense, and like that's not gonna ever win when it gets to when it gets to winning time. So we'll see what happens there. And speaking on that, real quick, we I don't think we even knocked on it. 
but sh- shout out to all the the job vacancies in the in the NBA getting filled by black head coaches. You even really touch on that. Junior. Yes, sir. Um, we can keep going. Chauncey Billups. Uh-huh. I mean, the, I mean, the names keep going on and on. And it was like seven out of the eight got got filled by you know, black coaches. And we were just talking about this not too last year about like what are they gonna do? Like how are we gonna make this? Like why are these coaches getting passed up on these jobs? What's my man? And, what's my man's name? Coach of the Celtics, uh, Doka, right? Oh, Udoka. Yeah, Neil yeah, Udoka. Yeah, uh huh. Neil Long will be at the Boston games. That's enough said, but <laughs> um, but no, it's just good to see. Um, it's good to see that the, the you know, and I, I wish that Washington would have gave Sam Cassell the job, but it's okay. Um, I think Sam Cassell is next to get a job in the Handy NBA. too, man. I've been screaming for Handy yeah. to get a job for two years I, now. What's up? Ha- ha- Handy is cool. He get to coach LeBron, AD, and now Westbrook on the sideline. He get to develop them. So, and and if you ever seen, shout out to All the Smoke. I think we talked about that. His interview on All the Smoke is amazing. He gets to talk about, you know, he's coached the greats. He coached Kobe. Stack, coach Kawhi. Yeah, he coached Kawhi, he coached Brian, he coached Kyrie, he's coached all these guys. So um, I think that he's in a sweet position. But one day, I think one day he might get a chance. Um, but Sam Cassell is well deserving. But shout out to them coaches that's getting chances in the league um, to show, you know, first time coaches. And more importantly, they're not bad situations. Exactly. They're manageable situations. Speaking, for sure. of, speaking of bad situations, after Aaron Rodgers played with y'all emotions all offseason, he finally <laughs> goes back to the Packers. And they met his list of demands since he held y'all hostage, bringing back his top wide receiver, the kid Randall Cobb. is home, baby. What's up? And just, okay. And Justin, and, <laughs> okay. Ju- and Justin Fields is waiting on y'all. By the way. Okay. Just, all right. Let you, know. you you know I don't like to. I'm not gonna harp too far, too long on the Packers, man. Whatever, bro. Um, you know, Bear Gang over here, Bear Down all day, every day. But uh, very interesting about this Aaron Rodgers thing. I'm kind of salty. I wish Aaron Rodgers would have just told them like, "Y'all, I'm gonna retire. Give us a chance to go ahead and win the NFC real quick, the NFC North, and go ahead and do our thing." But it's okay. We, I like it better this way. I like to take the hard route of doing things. So that's cool. Aaron Rodgers comes back. Rick Flair say, "If you wanna be the man." You gotta beat them now. You already know how you know how it goes. But Aaron Rodgers comes back. He brings Randall Cobb back, but this ain't Randall Cobb from five years ago, bro. Sorry. Um, Devontae Adams is there now. You got all type of weapons. You good. But basically, Randall Cobb comes back, and the GM says, "I did it for Aaron Rodgers." And Aaron Rodgers was very candid, very, very, very candid and open and transparent in his uh, press conference. If you have not seen it, you should go listen to it. He tells like normally things like this. People don't players don't come out and say he came dead out and said, yup, I want to be made part of decisions here. They didn't make me part of the decisions here. And I stayed my ass at home pretty much. And they played me. I watched the draft and they, they let the draft go and come and they didn't say nothing to me. And I wasn't happy about that, but I'm a play. And they they restructured his contract. It looks like this next coming year may be his last year in Green Bay. Right. He's going to go out with hurrah. He didn't like how they treated old players, such as Randall Cobb and other players who used to play for the Packers that were on their way out the door. He felt like they didn't get the respect they deserved. Um, I respect Aaron Rodgers for that. I respect him for that. Like, I've never heard a player just come out and be open about management and the stuff that they do wrong. And um, he just got another championship ring being a part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, 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 man. So um, I think that athletes now, I mean, the shoe is on the other foot. Like, yeah, y'all not going to make this narrative all about us being 
divas and oh we did this and we did that and that's why we getting traded no we're gonna put the onus on y'all too y'all do shit that's not cool and we're gonna call y'all out for it so uh shout out to aaron Rodgers, but that's all he get you just get a shot off for talking you don't get a shot off for coming back because we still gonna we gonna we, we got some unfinished business with them Yo, for sure i'm gonna see pongo when you checking in with the hitman podcast i ain't even trying for those travis scott ones a couple of things i got my eyes on before the summer's over with but we're gonna talk about it in a minute the run down the floor slow week this week slow burn this week the only thing i really seen that caught my attention was uh, another pair of human rights Coming out. No part of week We in the first week of August. I was expecting to for back to school for the series, but nothing much. Ooh. You got something on the plate? Uh, no. You know what? Um, I don't have anything on the plate, but I did see something that I was interested in. I don't know what they're called. Um, I haven't done my research on it. Maybe you could come back and tell me what it is later on. But uh, Kanye did his show. At, uh, in Atlanta at the stadium at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and he wore some Yeezys that I've never seen before uh, yeah and they like orange got a crazy soul to them um, normally I'm not really a fan but those are those, those are sick I like them kind of, I like that I, I can do it um, so that, you said a 660? okay I've never seen that I've never seen that model so but, yeah it's not out yeah exactly so um, whenever those drop, you gotta have that on sneak going down. But uh, yeah, nothing else really caught my eye. Uh, oh, I did enter the the drawing for Travis. Um, for Travis one. Um, I, I gotta check my bank account. I blindly entered some drawing for a dollar um, on, on StockX. They I randomly just did it and it cost me like twenty dollars. I don't know what I did, uh, but I need to check my bank account for this. I might have got got. So let's talk about Kyrie. I don't know the ins and outs of shoes and how that process goes, but I've heard that this can happen. That this does happen. Um, normally, when something like this happens, it's the team that Kyrie is around that allowed this to happen that maybe didn't turn in something in time that didn't run something past somebody and didn't handle business correctly and I say this because the next day after Kyrie made those comments he dropped his representation and made those reports you know that yeah and so uh, Kyrie left Rock Nation Sports and that ha- those events have to be directly correlated. There has to be something that happened there. They dropped the ball. Something was something with the, you know, I'm, I'm assuming something was supposed to be ran by him that didn't get ran by him. People probably okay some stuff that wasn't supposed to okay some stuff. Or people just let some stuff just fall st- simply through the cracks. He's He can't see everything. He's probably got a lot of things going on. Um, so yeah, you dropping your team, that must mean that they knew something that you didn't so um hopefully nike does right by him allows him to take a look at the design and make some make some changes whatever necessary changes need to be made because his brand does pretty well yeah i, I told you he's, yeah. the people, he's the people's champ when it comes to the kids they stay yeah. they stay in his shoes when back to school comes so they're comfortable. I hoop in them. I hoop in Kyrie. Oh, then I, I got a, I got, I got every Kyrie except for I, I stopped copping them after the five. 
but I have every pair. Like they're, they're super comfortable. I love them. Speaking of being comfortable, I've probably been running the game show for a good two months. <laughs> but I'm gonna let my brother get back in the driver's seat. All right. This show, you back two weeks in a row, you here to stay. So we on episode 50. It's only right that Mo bring it in. So game show, what you got, man? All right, man. So we're gonna talk about a home, uh, hometown guy, Mr. Anthony Davis. All right. AD is known to put up a lot of points whatever he feels like it, right? He gets scored from everywhere on the floor, you know, things of that nature. Um, Anthony Davis has played against every team in the NBA, of course, right? Uh, he's put up a lot of career highs. What team out of these three has AD put up his least amount of points against? Is it the Sacramento Kings? Is it the New Orleans Pelicans or is it the Toronto Raptors? His least amount of points. Yes. In his career or just in the season? Just against this, like, so, it, like, he has a career high against any team. Right. He got, like, you know how you have a career high against all type of teams, right? right? right. Who has he put his career low against? Career low. His career low against. It's either, like I said, Sacramento. New Orleans Pelicans or the Toronto Raptors. There's 32 teams, so I just limited it down to three. There's 30 teams. New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans? Yeah. Final answer? That's wrong. Ah! <laughs> that would have been a good pick. That would have been a good pick. That would have been a good pick. I wanted you to think about that because remember when they went back to New Orleans with mm-hmm. LA? You know he dropped a 50 bar going though. Remember? When he went back, they give LeBron force fed him to score 50. His actual low against any team is the Toronto Raptors, which is 27 points. And just and just to and just to give you and just to give yeah, and just to and just to give you, because this is an amazing stat. I saw it and I was like, this is amazing. I'm gonna give a quick rundown of not all the teams, but a few of teams. I guess Anthony Day, I guess Anthony Davis against these teams, these are these are his career highs. Atlanta Hawks, 43 points. Boston Celtics, 45. Brooklyn Nets, 44. Charlotte Hornets, 46. Bulls, 36. Cavs, 38. Bass, 48. Nuggets, 50. Detroit Pistons, 59. I could keep going on and on. And honestly, the only team that he scored under 30 as a career high is the Toronto Raptors. No, 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 no. No, no. Russell needs them to win. <laughs> they already got this. <laughs> uh, cool question, though, man. Shout out to AD. I didn't know he got he got a lot of but he get a lot of buckets. I didn't realize that too till I saw this. I'm like, damn. Shout out. Um, man. Woo. Shout outs this week. Every time, like I be feeling like I don't be want to leave people out all the time, man. Um, and I feel like I got the same shout outs, but I be running into people, man. Um, they be hot about the shout outs? Like, damn. Some people, some people, some, some, yeah, some people, yeah, some shout people. Shout me be... out, just got a new job, got a haircut, you feel me? <laughs> I just went on a date for the first time in three years, you feel me? You ain't shouting uh, me out, what's up, Mo? You know, what's shout, shout out, Mo. I'm going to shout out my team. I'm going to shout out my team um, I work with. I ain't going to shout out the company. Um, they don't pay me. They don't pay me enough for that, yeah. 
hopefully in the, in the future, but I love them. My team is a, a dope team I work with, and they actually are listeners of the pod, and they and they and they are avid listeners, and you know, uh, it surprised me, you know. So um, I do want to give them shout outs. Uh, it's too many people to name. They know who they are. When you listen, you know, just tell me you, you you just hit me up and let me know you heard this, and you got a shout out. So um, shout out to them. Uh, shout out to my brother, uh, Sadiq. He has a clothing line. It's called Distinct. Uh, distinct visionary clothing. Um, I do want to give him a shout out because I see him working hard on that brand. I, I see you. Um, we don't. We don't take that to the next level. For sure, for sure. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, so much shout out, man. Uh, so many different people that I want to shout out, man. Um, I'm gonna save it though. That's what I want to give a shout out to right now. I know you you are the king of shout outs. You be rattling them off like a DJ in the nightclub. Yo, 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 yo shout out to B102 and them. No, I yeah, yeah. show love, so, bro. I no, so I, love. I feel you. I feel you, bro. I'm going to let you go ahead. Shout out to Denusia Francis. Uh, she took on the gold medal in uh, gymnastics for Jamaica. Okay. But she won the medal on a torn ACL and didn't tell me. Damn. That's amazing. That's amazing. Damn. Amazing. Salute. Salute. So shout out to her. Uh, I also want to give a quick shout out to the usual suspects. Uh, To Black Podcasters, those are the ones that we champion and we fuck with the hardest. Absolutely. 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 Shout out to Dino, KO, and Cardi on Tape and Talk. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy, Andrew. Uh, MG and Shadi, what up? The Finding Moments Pod, the Finding Victories Podcast, excuse me, on BlissBoysNetwork.com. Uh, another podcast. Shout out. I'll give it to y'all next week. Don't forget, y'all, make sure y'all rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. As Pay always. attention. We everywhere that podcast. We have Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and many more. Hit us up in the mailbag. Let us know what's going on. The hitmanpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, y'all can sir. check us out on the socials. Instagram mm-hmm. at the Hitman Podcast. At Label to Know. At yep. Mo underscore style one. We on the YouTube, the pilot lit. And we Let's ain't go. going back. You did what Let's I'm saying. Go. Get on YouTube yes, sir. and check out this 4K butter. Get familiar, please. You dig what I'm saying? And one more right, time. Let's run it up. For episode 50 and beyond. Don't you ever forget in your life. What happened here was a miracle. And I want you to f-ing acknowledge it. All right. It was a miracle. We go now? We go now? We go holla. Center. Oh! LeBron James with no record for human life! Curry, way down top! Oh, what a shot from Curry! We almost forgot that doodle-ass trade that the Sixers tried to pull off with the Warriors. <laughs> They asked for Yo. They asked for Yo, Riley Curry, on. Aisha Curry, uh, Cannon Curry, Sonya Curry, four draft picks, a, a cowboy hat, some flip flops. We can always get back. We can, we can always get back to that because that's gonna be going on the whole summer. <laughs>